0: Minasan, konnichiwa. Welcome to Living La Vida in Japan. I'm your host, Ninja Eddie. Now check it out. Today, I'm going to talk about my experience at the Mochi Factory. Before I begin, I need to send a shout out to Vin and Juan. Hey guys, sending you some love from Living La Vida in Japan. Now back to my story. So the way I ended up getting this job is one of my friends, which is Vin, is the one that told us, my family, about the, the gig. And... Due to luck, chance, and opportunity, I was able to get a part-time job here over the holiday season, because in Japan, mochi is mochi is rice cake, is a big deal. They they like to eat it during the New Year celebration because when they eat mochi, uh, it is very it's it's rice cakes basically. So when you eat the rice cake, the mochi, if you stretch it out, that is a symbolism of how long your life will be. So it is a belief that if it stretches really long, you're going to live a long, healthy life. So that's why they were requiring, you know, workers to work this, you know, for four days. So I've been working already three days. Tomorrow's the last day at the mochi factory. But I want to talk about my experience I had. Let me tell you, it was totally different and it's not what I expected. When I think of mochi, I always think of those videos that you see on YouTube, you know, the people in Kyoto are hitting it with a hammer. So basically, that's what I thought I was gonna end up doing pretty much the whole day. I don't ask me why, but that was in my head. That was initially in my head. When I actually got to the mochi factory, that's nothing what I thought it was. And let me tell you, I honestly felt I was building the Tower of Babel. That's how I felt my first day at the Mochi Factory. Yeah. This was no joke, this is exactly how I felt. Yeah. If you don't know what the Tower of Babel is, it's basically, in. A, it's a Bible story where people were trying to build a tower so big to uh, get to the heavens and avoid a second flood. If there was a second flood coming, they would be saved since it was so high into the sky. That tower never happened because because of different languages so in the bible god introduced different languages and then people didn't understand each other so there was no way they could complete the tower because you can't understand each other so that's how i felt at this factory my first day i felt like i was building the tower of babel because there were so many different uh languages going on at the same time you know obviously you have japanese but you also have Vietnamese you had Indonesian and you had me speaking English and and it just it was just uh, I felt lost like I when I the first moment I walked into there I didn't know what to think I felt lost uh, I've never worked in a place like this so I didn't know how things were so I remember you know I, I signed in I wrote my name you know I got my uniform and then we went to work. So I honestly had no idea what I was doing. You know, I, I had no idea what was going on. I felt totally, completely lost. I felt completely out of place. I was just like, what, what do I do? And I remember um, my friend, Vin, because I knew him and I knew his mother-in-law. Those were the only two people I knew. He said, don't worry, man, don't worry. Everything is okay. So we were working, you know, we were doing whatever it is we were doing. You know, the first thing I did was I had to put a uh, mochi into these boxes. And after that, I had to make him look pretty, like, you know, put ribbons on them, which was very easy. So we did that. And then I moved to another place where, uh, that's where I met Juan and he, he's from Vietnam. And he was talking to me, he knew some English. So he was practicing his English with me. And, you know, I was talking to him and it was pretty cool. You know, I I didn't know what was going on. I felt lost. Like I said, you know, he said, don't worry, man, don't worry. It's okay. So, you know, I, I, I talked to his girlfriend too. He was right. She was right there. So I felt, I started feeling a little bit better, but I still felt lost. I still didn't know what was going on. And, you know, there was times where I I wasn't doing anything. Like I was just watching. And, you know, I felt like I should be doing something. You know, I'm like, I thought I was going to get yelled at or something. And, and, you know, they said, no, don't, don't worry. Don't worry. Just work slow. Don't work fast. Don't finish your work because then you have nothing to do. So one thing I did learn on my first day was to work slow. And after several days, I was able to finally find the rhythm and work at the pace that will keep me busy the whole time. So after, you know, my first day, after lunch, that's when I finally got to do what, I actually felt like I knew what I was doing. I was working on one of the machines, me and my friend, Vin, we were both a tag team in this uh, machine where they make um, anko mochi. Anko is uh, black bean paste. So the machine requires uh, at least three people to run it you know one that runs the dough the rice dough the one that puts the anko and then the other one is the one that's putting flour and coating it you know so it has a nice sweet taste and then there's a conveyor belt going so my job at that for these past days has been i need to put the ankle into the machine while my friend vin is the one that's pushing it down so they get mixed so i have these uh very heavy sacks boxes that i need to stack like a tower and then when the, the moment comes he gives me the sign and i need to open the sack with a with a box cutter knife and carefully put it into the machine and make sure i don't drop it or anything like that because it's very uh jello like and it could easily just slip away so it was quite an experience for me because i was like okay and the crazy part was that uh the boss was right there the owner shacho was there and one thing that amazes me so much about japan i mean is The boss, the owner of the company, the man is maybe in his 70s. I don't know how old is he. I mean, I don't want to ask him. He's one of the nicest guys I've ever met. Very cool. But he actually worked right next to me pretty much the whole day. Like, I've never seen that before, you know, and I've never heard that before, where the boss, the owner of the company, he could just be at home sitting, retired. No, he was there working the, the whole shift with me and the rest of the people, you know, when I saw that, I wanted to work even more for him because I saw that he was that kind of person where, you know, nothing is too good for him, he he could work too. And he's an old man and he was running the machine and he was like joking around with us, he even speaks Spanish, he speaks English, uh, Japanese, Spanish, uh, Tagalog. And he was, and I don't even know what other languages he speaks, but he's a very interesting man. And he's shown me his passport book today, and he's been to pretty much all over the world. His whole passport book is just full of stamps of, you know, places all over the world. You know, he's been to U.S., Egypt, uh, pretty much all of Asia and Europe, North America, South America. He's even been to Mexico. You know, he was telling me he went to Tijuana and, you know, he was joking with him that, you know, about the tequila. And he said, no, no, I'm not. I didn't drink any of that stuff. It's too hard. (laughs) But the man has lived an interesting life. And it was very, very cool for me to experience that the factory job because I've never, like, done anything mochi. I never thought I would be doing mochi. But it was interesting in the fact that the owner was working right beside us the whole day. I mean... He didn't even miss a beat. He was going full force. When it was lunchtime, he was still going. He was still working, which is amazing to me because, you know, it's like, you know, you don't hear that. In the States, people that are owners, they usually, oh, yeah, they'll watch here and there and then they go home. And then, you know, they have a shift manager that watches the the, the whole floor and stuff like that. But, no, this guy was there the whole time. And, you know, it's a family run mochi business. You know, he, I found out that he's been, this has been, he, this business has been open for the past 40 years. And it's been passed from generation to generation to generation. He is the fourth generation to run the mochi factory, which is crazy. You know, he says that, you know, he's going to retire one day and he's going to leave it to his kids. Which is crazy because it's been going on, you know, for the past 40 years and it's, it's it's awesome. I think it's a great tradition that the kids inherit their business and, you know, let's see what they could do with it. So that was my experience working these past few days. And the kicker was uh, I was working actually also with high school kids because, like I said, it's a part time job. You work pretty much eight hours, and uh, these are just, it's a seasonal job. So they gave jobs to college kids, uh, older gents, and also, um, whatchamacallit, high schoolers. So there was a baseball team working at the high school, I mean, working at the mochi factory, uh, the high school baseball team. And, and we're not talking about just any, you know, random baseball team, These guy, these guys are actually the number one baseball team in Kagawa. These guys are the ones that represent Kagawa when they go to the uh, national championship. You know, they went, uh, this year, they went to to Hyogo, where you play for the national title. So that was really cool because, you know, they're high school kids and they had lots of energy and they were like impressed when they found out that i played baseball back in the day when i was in high school so we had something in common so they immediately liked me from the start we were joking around they were trying to speak english to me and the funny thing was they were calling me sensei the whole time because they found out i was you know an english teacher and things like that so they were practicing their english with me i was practicing my japanese with me and and pretty much half the time we were fooling around which was funny because this is what uh the vision, I'll give you the best explanation of what I saw when I saw these kids working in the conveyor belt. So, for all you people listening right now, watch the I Love Lucy episode when she worked at the chocolate factory. That's exactly what happened at this mochi factory. I was working with high school kids. So, what was going on is, you know, you you know, we were making the mochi and then the mochi gets placed on the conveyor belt and then it's their job to put it on the trays. So the next people could, you know, set it in boxes and make it look pretty and things like that. But the conveyor belt at times was going way too fast for them to keep up. So what some of them would do is they would actually eat it. They would, they would just put it in their mouth and just swallow it and start chewing on it. And I saw this constantly. I kept laughing the whole time because it was a funny sight to see. And sometimes when they were just hungry, they would just eat some. And I remember they would, they would always make sure to look at the boss, Shacho, to make sure that he wasn't looking because I'm sure he would not be happy if he saw them eat the, the mochi. But I couldn't stop laughing when, you know, I saw a kid, like, he had his mouth full of mochi. And I remember he would start laughing when he would see me because he knew he got busted. But like I said, I don't care. You know, it's not, you know, I'm not gonna say anything. So that was one thing that was a fun experience for me. I actually had a lot of fun. You know, tomorrow's the last day. Actually, technically, today was the last day for work because we met our quota today. Tomorrow, we're just going to clean up the whatever we need to clean up, and we'll be done with our day, and we'll get our money, which is kind of cool because it'll be an early day. But is it hard work? I wouldn't say it was hard, like extremely heavy lifting. It was hard work, but it wasn't heavy lifting like 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 other jobs. But I had a lot of fun actually watching the whole process of how you do mochi. I never knew that's how they did mochi. So as I said before, you know when you smash it with the hammer like they do in Kyoto, that's what I thought I was going to do. They actually have machines that pound the rice to make it into this nice doughy substance and then you know i'll I'll tell you the whole process really quickly so first you get the rice you put you boil the rice and after you boil the rice you put into this machine that boils it pretty much into melts it into what a paste like substance after you paste after the paste then you put the paste into this other machine that smashes it which is the hammer part it smashes it for maybe several minutes and then you transfer that into another machine that smashes it even more, which makes it into this nice doughy substance. After you smash it into a doughy, doughy substance, you put it where the machine I was at, and then you mix the anko with the floury, sugary flour, and then it spits out mochi, a nice little rice cake. And it was, and that's one version. There's different types of mochi in the factory but that's the one i got to work on i actually even got to run the machine for a bit which i was a little bit afraid of because i've never done it before but luckily thankfully i didn't do anything wrong or i didn't nothing went wrong i should say so that was my experience at the mochi factory would i do it again next year absolutely if if the boss wants me to invites me to come in because my friend vince said if you really like your work, he would actually personally ask for you to come back for the season. Would I come back? Absolutely. I had a lot of fun. There's no complaints here. You know, like I said, I felt like I was building the Tower of Babel in the beginning. Like I was lost in translation. I was just lost. I didn't know what was going on. But after several days, I feel a little bit more confident and and I know what's going on. So if he invites me to come work for him next year, I'll definitely accept that. Assuming I'm still here in Japan, obviously. But for the for the most part, I think we will be in Japan. I don't know. I can't, you know, look into the future. Anyhow, that was my experience at the Mochi Factory. Thank you all for listening. In tomorrow's podcast, I'm going to talk about the year 2019, which it was. Because tomorrow is the last day of 2019. And we're going to a new decade, 2020. I'll talk a little bit about 2019 and the whole decade. But you've been listening to Live and Live Even in Japan. I'm your host, Ninja Eddie. I will talk to you all later. Hasta luego, matane.